Oh, I, uh, I've just been so busy. I've been like hardly thinking about magic. Um, and like, there's all this Lord of the Rings stuff and like, I'm excited for it, but I'm not like a, like a Lord of the Rings guy. Like I watched the movies in theaters, but I was like too young to like really get like a special interest in it. And like, um, I like, I don't know, like I'm excited for the set, but it also just feels like, like the pinnacle of where they're going to go for like universes beyond. Like, I don't think that they can top it is the thing. Right. I, when it comes to Lord of the Rings, Mm -hmm. um, yes, seen the movies, um, but maybe twice total, you know, in bits and pieces here and there and read the books and this is where i suspect that i'm somewhat unique um i read the books and as i'm reading the as i was reading the first the first in the trilogy i was like who is this tolkien guy what a ripoff he totally ripped off the sword of shannara oh i thought you're gonna say you were waiting for the second book to come out (laughs) No, not that old. Jeez. Oh, unbelievable. Ah, uh, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, like I'm I'm excited for I'm excited for the set. I just like I I I'm excited for the set. I'm excited for the people who are like more excited about it than me. Yeah. And I'm excited for both the draft format and I'm excited for the cards that it's like putting into the world um because i like i think it's definitely yeah go ahead i was just definitely excited about the draft format definitely Mm. excited about seeing what is going you know what cards are going to come through standard scared to death of the commander decks yeah because we already know that every time they get into a popular universes universes beyond set Mm mm-hmm they jack the power up. Yeah. Because they want it to be really good and they want people to buy a ton of it. They know people are already going to buy it. They want them to be buying something amazing. We saw this with Warhammer 40K. There is no way this set, these commander these commander decks are not going to be jacked through the roof. If you're one of these people who buys some of the commander sets, if you're looking for one of the really good ones for the year, these are going to be the ones haven't seen a single card previewed yet for specifically for those commander decks there is no way they're not going to be super powered yeah um i think before we get too deep into this yeah uh i am the topic i am excited for the draft format and that's kind of what like brought me to today's topic uh so let's get into the show Hello, hello, and welcome to Temple of the Falls Pod, where decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. And uh, as you've heard, we're talking today about draft and sealed and limited formats galore. Uh, we'll, we'll bring up cubes because cubes are important uh, for both, or for all, all formats, honestly. Um, cubes, cubes don't get enough love. 
we're looking out for you. It's coming. It's coming. Um, we'll get there. This is a part of the show where I remind you that we're not technically a commander podcast. We just talk about it a lot. Uh, <laughs> you know, the la- we, we talked about multiplayer. I think the last time we had an episode dedicated to to limited formats was February of last year. So it's been just over a year. Figure we'll talk talk our annual talk about uh, limited formats. So um, you obviously just by sheer how numbers work have more experience with uh, Zandy's polite way of saying you. Are so old, old. Really this is the second old. time already, and You've we're only five minutes into the show. It's amazing. Yes, uh, turns out I was a fully grown human when Magic came out. I was a baby. Uh, I, I, I have tell... not grown any taller since Magic re- was released. I also have not grown taller. I'm still a. a Footlong child. I don't. I don't. I don't even know what like size is a normal child. Uh, but most of my height comes from my head. Uh, <laughs> um, we we. I I've been mulling this over, and I've been thinking about this a lot, just in terms of how Commander is such a like the like center of what i see on twitter because i follow a lot of commander people but i also try to follow like other other people like outside of that bubble um yeah and uh it's it's so interesting how especially the twitter discourse kind of always comes back to commander uh so i kind of wanted to take a step out of that take try to try to see how the game forms around all these other formats um because there are so many ways to play magic and um i mean one of my favorites is just sealed like just you know take six packs of something and make a deck out of it right um and i've always been intrigued i've always wanted to participate in a uh, like a boxing league uh like a like a full-fledged boxing league like we've right. done like a variant uh that we yeah and we only league. got we didn't get yeah. very far into it which um, is what I suspected was going to happen anyway, but yeah. Um, so I mean, like, good thing we didn't invest in a box each. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, so for those who don't know um, what we're talking about, limited generally is the umbrella term for anything where you're coming to the table with no cards, right? Like your your given packs, either like at the table yeah like you're given packs at the table whether it's three or six three is generally your your normal amount for a draft format you open a pack pick a card or two pass it to the left uh and then keep going until there are no cards left in that pack next pack you do it the opposite way and generally you're going to do this with like an eight person table um and then there's sealed uh which is a limited format where you get six packs and you make a deck out of it. Uh, generally speaking, these limited formats are 20 life, 40 card decks. There are obviously some exceptions. We've talked about 
Commander Legends so much in this show. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the nice, like, like middle part of the Venn diagram of of Commander and and. Uh, yeah, and you've you've described the 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 most common forms of limited. Now, yeah. I mean, as we've sort of touched on, this can go like all over the place. I mean, between like pack wars, technically is limited. Now, pack wars is rip open a single pack of cards face down, add in three of each type of basic, shuffle it up, and play that game. Um, it, it, you know how. Uh, how how much fun that is is completely reliant on how much <laughs> chaos you like and how lucky your pull is um but it can range anywhere from a single pack of cards uh and then you've got jump start which is a, a style of limited um because I mean, you're not building a deck you're you're literally just taking two packs and jamming them together you know and then you've got options where where the number of packs gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm. up until what well, like you like you said with the boxing leagues where essentially you're cracking open an entire box of cards to help build your deck so yeah um, and like that I, one i guess is probably maybe that's almost constructed it's 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 limited because you don't have like an open card pool right like it's it's essentially like a sealed like pre-release deck or like a right. sealed deck but it's just a bigger like you just essentially have like six pre-release yeah. packs you're shoving together yeah. um and the the appeal from these is you know it, it varies um i guess i i guess i'll touch on cube before we go any further cube is sure. a, a curated limited experience yeah. uh, kind of depends on who the cube curator is um, but I mean I think maybe maybe I'm you know a, a bit privileged but uh, <laughs> I've I've had plenty of different cube experiences because of people like Magrini um, and uh, it's 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 always interesting to see the types of things that are cube adjacent um, or like cube spinoffs uh, that that he comes up with. Um, yeah, but it's it's essentially a curated experience. Generally speaking, singleton. Um, but I know that some people, you know, make their cubes not singleton. Or right. you know, there are like cubes. It it tries to simulate yeah. the experience of like sealed packs, but it's all just you, you have a Essen list of cards that you shuffle up. and Right. Essentially, the owner of the cube it sort of creates their own um, uh, their own set. Uh, set. Yeah. You Usually using cards that already exist. Some people get way into the cube and they start creating some of their own cards. Good for them, but that's not something that I've had a chance to play with. Um, but you create your own set, like you said. Usually, usually this set of cards is singletons. They shuffle everything up, uh, set them up in packs, and then you tend to draft them normally. Um, I know some some groups will do sealed deck. Uh, some, you know, some choose other other ways to do it, but. Generally speaking, with a cube, it's usually a draft. It's usually a draft format of some kind. So. Yeah. Um, 
And I mean, with with any kind of format, you know, it's got its pros and cons. Uh, so I, I, I kind of wanted to take today to, to, I guess, look at just generally limited experience um, mm-hmm. with with like a like a nod to commander like looking at it through a lens of commander because um you know probably most of our audience is at least familiar with commander if they're not like it's their like main (laughs) if Uh, you're not welcome to the show it's a pleasure to meet you for the first time ever because clearly otherwise you would have been you you have some idea and i'm shocked you managed to find us without being interested in commander good for you yeah um so I, I figured I'd start with my first uh, con, honestly. Sure. I think we'll yeah. start with a few cons. Later on, we'll talk about the pros because I think the pros w- greatly outweigh the cons. Yeah. Uh, the first con uh, is uh, you have to have a very specific number of people or at least a very specific range of people um, because generally speaking, you're going to want some multiple of two i mean like obviously but like four and eight are like the best to kind of work through this um and i think that battle bond specifically kind of showed that um and obviously battle bond only works as like four four eight um yeah or 12 but that seems a little big um but um you know, six works sometimes, but if you have an odd number of people, it's going to be a little harder to to draft. Um, right. Well, I mean, when it when it comes down to it, most most of the limited formats are, are looking at either, are looking at a one on one game. Yeah. So as soon as you've got an odd number, it means that for every round that you're going to play, someone is just going to sit there and be watching, and that's no fun. So when you're drafting, you almost almost always want an even number um and ideally you're looking probably at eight because if you're drafting any sort of magic set booster so if you're drafting actual product that wizards is producing for the most part they have built that product with the understanding that people are going to draft it and that they're going to draft it in groups of eight so if you're drafting it in smaller groups you're going to see fewer cards uh, or if you up the number of packs you're using, then you're going to see more cards, and essentially you're going to be able to do different things than what Wizards initially had planned for. Um, and roughly speaking, ideally you kind of want to follow follow the plan because, in theory, that should be the best option. So, yeah. Um, and, and we I think... had mentioned we had mentioned the numbers. I will say the one time when you when you're okay with odd numbers is when you're doing some sort of multiplayer conspiracy draft Mm. you can draft that in a in a group of five and play a single five player game you can have seven and you can draft that and do a four and a three you can have nine and make that work however you want so there are ways to do it and it's not just conspiracy obviously there are plenty of cubes where that's an option as well but generally speaking the standard is you really want eight or definitely or you really want an even number so that yeah that can be definitely be a downside it, it makes it a little tougher to get uh, to get drafts to fire yeah and i think with that i think it, it i think that is going to be like the the kind of 
commonality between a lot of these cons is that they're kind of it's a gray area of cons because there are ways to work around it like you said yeah. uh you know you with conspiracy you can have like a four and a three per- person player game or a five person game like it, it there are ways around the the odd number um, right but uh my my next point as well is like kind of a gray thing because uh with cube you don't have to pay for anything i mean as as a drafter like generally yeah uh the cards whoever owns the cube already has the cards it's great but with yeah. sealed product whether you're doing a draft or you're doing you know like a yeah like a like a sealed event um with those packs there is some cost whether it's one person bought the box and then the, they get the cards back or if right. you're you know doing something in LGS, yeah, yeah if everyone's buying in and they just keep what they drafted then like there's still money involved um, yeah and generally speaking you know that's the price of three packs um for a normal draft thing so it's going to be you know somewhere around 15 dollars. which you know if you're drafting every once in a while that's not a lot in comparison to the grander scheme of magic but like you know sometimes if especially if you're in a group that wants to draft more that that can be a little bit more of a a detractor from from wanting to do this Um, yeah well, most drafts, most drafts involved cracking open packs. Yeah. Somebody has to pay for those packs. Right. So somebody, somewhere along the way, no matter how you set this up, somebody has to pay for this. You yeah. Know, yes, somebody needs to pay for your commander deck. Um, however, um, with the commander deck, there's a constant replay ability. And you just don't really have that in a draft format where you're cracking the pack and then drafting it because once it's been drafted sure one person could in theory bring all this together uh you know randomize it in such a way and create the packs and redo it and i know people who have done this but that's a lot of work and um it's not necessarily the best way to go so um i'm not going to pretend that commander is cheaper than limited no um but i'm also not going to say that limited is always cheaper than commander it's that's just not the case yeah uh, i think it's a bit of a i I think it's a bit of a gray area because i think like with with commander a lot of the cards you'll be like using in different decks and you know you've got this this you've got this this money spent you know with with limited It's generally like it's it's a general idea that you're going to be using that deck for this night, you know, like, right. and then after that, either you keep the cards yeah. or it goes back to the owner. But like, it is uh, for you, <laughs> time spent using those cards with the amount of money that you spent generally like is a bit higher in limited. But like with. Right. With the idea that if you are buying in, you're also keeping those cards, you can then go on to use mm-hmm. them for other formats. Um, right. And but... to be fair, um, this is all true if we're drafting in paper. Mm. Now, when you're drafting on Arena, the cost to get into the draft is what it is. 
but you can always take the cards that you've drafted and dump them back into the market. You can get you can you can get rid of them. Um, you can do that online. You cannot do that on Arena. But yeah, well, um, so so you can churn it. Yeah, so you're exactly. not so you're not paying full rate all the time. Yeah, so um, um, so there there are ways to there are ways to limit the loss, and you can certainly do that in paper. Um, I think you you take a bigger hit once you've once you've cracked that pack. It's it's a lot harder to get the yeah. The amount that said, back, so this con is much more of a murky idea yeah. of uh, I guess a short term investment rather than yeah uh, uh, yeah. Um, that said, we're not MTG finance people, so don't <laughs> yell at us for this opinion. Uh, let's see. Uh, another con, less games uh, per deck. Uh, like, if you... The thing with Commander that I always enjoy is that, like, you're... You're, like, always iterating on your deck. Um, whether it's, you know, you play a couple games and then switch out a few cards, or you know, you decide to take apart the deck entirely. You're getting, like, a, a broader experience with the synergies that you've put together. Um, but with right. with a limited format, it's kind of like, all right, you've got three rounds with this deck, maybe two rounds with this deck. Um, hopefully you put it together well. Otherwise, out of here. Uh, right. But if you're I mean, if you're someone who likes to tweak their decks, wow, limit is not the format for you. Yeah. Uh, once you've once you've made your decisions to build, you know, yes, you can make changes between rounds. Yes, you can make changes between the matches. Um, but it's that card pool, and it's those three games, and then it's done. Yeah. That's that's now over. Those cards now can be put away and. Add them to collections, sell them, whatever. But you're never playing that deck again. Yeah, that's that's over. You've you've paid you know you paid for your experience, and that's the end of it. Um, and whereas, like maybe that's you know maybe that's a pro for you. Like maybe yeah, you know, not oh, yeah. being able to like like really revel in that loss is like you know a positive. Maybe you're like this deck really didn't come together, and I just want this done. Uh, right. And then that's good for you. Um, right. But I think with that too is like it's it's much harder to learn from your experience if uh, if you do like a draft here and there. Like it's harder to like figure out like okay where did I go wrong with this? Um, unless you're you know you're being coached or if like you're doing drafts every week, then you're gonna learn faster. But if you're the type of person like me, you're either drafting once every couple months or you do like like you open your pre-release pack to see like what deck could be made because I haven't been to an in-person pre-release yet but uh, <laughs> like you know it, it's it's much harder to learn learn the limited experience um, by just doing it every once in a while um, so like that's kind of why I put this as a, a con because it's like it's less games overall other, like because the the experience of drafting and the experiencing of building the deck does take up so much time. Uh, there isn't as many like reps with, with the thing that you tried to put together. Um, generally speaking, because the games are also going to be shorter, but right. Um, 
my last con, uh, uh, and then we'll go to break, um, is more so from the perspective of the cube builder. Um, cubing is a very specific art form where uh, as a cube maker, you are very inclined to like make your cube very particular. Um, and with that comes this this necessity. The, there, there, there comes this necessity of like needing like a lot of reps with it, whether it's you know finding a group to do it a lot and like figuring out where the clunky bits are, figuring out like what needs to come in and what needs to go out type of thing. Um, and honestly, that just takes longer to figure out. Like you need to, you need a deep understanding of not only what the cards do, but like how to f like fairly balance right. a cube. And so there's just like accessibility wise, it's a much higher bar. Um, well, cube, mm -hmm. cube is like a 275 card commander deck. Yeah. But at least you can't <laughs> play that one deck and then see the results. You need to find eight people or seven other people who will play that cube with you and then give you feedback and have your own feedback and decide how much of that feedback is accurate. How much of that is just, oh, they got some weird packs. And then you have to try and make that, extrapolate that into something that makes for a better cube. Um, and I mean, the same is true for Commander. We all know that, you know, one bad game, you know, one game where you get mana screwed doesn't mean that you need to add five more pieces of mana ramp. It could just right. mean, yeah, I just did draw it. Yeah. And when you're dealing with 270 plus cards, there's more of that. So you need even more reps than those of us who are running commander decks need. Yeah. That's and, a lot. There's a oh, lot absolutely. involved in this. So. And I mean, I think it is like a culmination of all the cons so far in terms of just like, like, you know, you need a specific number of people often. Yep. You need the money to build it. Um, right. Unless you're doing proxies and, you know, that's that's you. Um, mm -hmm. And, but, like, I think for me what the most interesting part of, and I, I rarely think about this unless I'm actually cubing, is, like, what is the what does the experience of a less experienced player mean to any given cube like it doesn't necessarily mean nothing because right you know, it is still data but like t like how to take data in in general is difficult if like with any sort of like large number of cards but like taking in data for each person's deck figure out like you know like oh like what's being actually used more often in this this cube what's you know beating out other things and then also like what signposts are being clearly well signposted um sure. for you know even less experienced players what's being picked up on more by more experienced players like there's so much going on that like it is intimidating uh to like figure out where to start it's intimidating to right. figure out like how to even like once you do have your cube and you've drafted it a few times how do you make changes 
especially with the 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 the, the constant onslaught of of cards. Sure. Like, I mean, <laughs> if you're making if you're making a cube that's specifically just for your group of friends, so yeah. you're a small meta. Say you're at twelve these twelve people. Well, then you can adjust the balance in such a way that it works for those twelve. Yeah. But if you're looking to make a cube that's just a great experience, that you know, it's like, yeah, I want to pack this up and bring it to a convention and get any eight people and just have them play and they'll have a good time with this. Well, that's a whole lot. That that's another level of feedback and interaction and everything else. And um, I, you know, we call, we're calling that a con, but I, I have to think for anybody who's going to take that take on that kind of effort, that must be something that they enjoy. Because, right. Wow. That's there's a reason I've never built a cube and it's a combination of, I know I'm not going to have eight people often enough to truly create something that's worthwhile. And I'm also, I also have no desire to, to iterate and iterate and iterate again and again to, to make something that would be that good. That's, I would much rather spend my time working on another commander deck and having you know, and having a different uh, a different experience with my group that way. So. Yeah. Um, you know, it sounds like we've been poo-pooing limited this whole time, uh, but I promise yeah. the good stuff's coming. Uh, when we get back from our break, we'll talk about all the good things about the the lovely crinkling of of the foil packs and uh, all the all the good stuff that comes with it. So uh, we'll be right back. Hey, we're back uh, talking about limited formats. Talking about, let's see, we got sealed, we got draft, we got cube, we got jump start, uh, and we spent you know the past half hour talking about uh, talking about the cons, the sad parts, the the boo, the boo. Uh, with, with the idea that you're like coming from like a commander perspective. Um, and, uh, now I figure we'll talk about the good things, the things that make you want to play limited because I, I mean, I'm in a spot now where I'm just like, man, I'd love to play more limited. Like, I, I think it's just, you know, we hear so much about commander through Twitter and all these things. And it's just like. It doesn't seem like anybody's actually having a good time until you're actually playing the game. And I think that that has a lot to say about social media. But, like, you know, uh, it, it gives you an excuse to try something new, right? Right. Exactly. Um, and I think my, my, my biggest joy of Limited, um, whether it is, like, Sealed Product Limited or Cube Limited is uh, this idea that, like, there's no arms race to it. You all start on the same level. Yes. You all have the access to generally, without looking at any cards, the same pool. Um, because with with Commander especially, like, there are a lot of, like, inaccessible cards because of, you know, limited quantity or price. Um, right. But with, with any sort of limited format, like, you're all starting on the same same idea. The only differing factor here is skill. <laughs> like, it, it immediately comes only about skill, and there's not this, like, looming, you know, trying to just, like, build upon each other's 
power levels trying to like get one up on them like you right. are working from the same thing i mean in theory with a draft mm -hmm. almost everybody else at the table is seeing most of the same cards you are and yes of course there's your for pack one pick one but of most of the other cards that are going around the table that are going to make up most of your deck are cards that other people have looked at and said nah and shipped it off and you looked at it and said oh yeah and you put it off to the side because you think that that's gonna that's gonna help you to the win um and that's that's big i love that part um mm. yeah yeah i mean that whole um like you were saying just the limited card pool is an equalizer um it's, we see it in commander games where uh, guys like me who've been playing for 20 years and have a, a collection accumulated over the last 20 plus years playing against somebody who's brand new who simply has a single pre-con or and maybe a couple of packs you just get blown out uh, the the new person just gets blown out yeah. and it's it's not uh, i mean yes they're new and they're still learning the game but it's less about them being a new player and way more about them not having the kind of depth to their card pool and and to their to the collect uh, to their collection to put together a commander deck like someone who has a, a long who's been around for a longer time and has yeah uh, and does that so uh -huh. and i think that like you know you you can see this especially with like you know land bases say you know yeah um a more consistent land base makes your deck inherently more powerful just because it is more consistent um right. But with limited, uh, you all have the same chance of having whatever given mana fixing, mana ramp, like all yep. these things, it, you have an equal opportunity to get. Yeah. Um, and um, what I like too is that it, it also gives you incentive to use the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, you've got, you know, the good cards over here, but the, the, the other end is the... Yeah. The, the chaff you get to use the like commons that nobody really right. would ever think of using because they have their specific purpose within a draft format or you know you're just like oh like i'll right. try this out you know even um, even players like me who really love the low powered commander games where maybe you can get away with using some of the weaker cards you don't always have to optimize you're still never going to use a lot of the cards that you use in a draft uh, a draft uses vanilla creatures. A draft uses a removal at any cost. That's just not commander. I mean, as a commander player, I'm not going to use a, a piece of targeted removal that costs a fortune when I could use something else because I have access to all of Magic's cards. Yeah, That's the joy of the limited pool. You have to make do with what you have, and so does everybody else. Yeah, yeah. it's... I love that part. You get to play with so many more cards that way. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I love that too because it, it does create more of that moment that we're always talking about when we talk about, you know, Temple's Treasures and stuff of like people going, what does that do? You know, because yeah. it is these cards that generally speaking, people aren't playing with as much. Right. Um, but also like it gives you a chance to maybe come up with newer ideas like because you're forced to use these cards maybe you do realize that not that it's not as bad as you had originally seen it to be um and i think that uh with that in mind too it 
limited formats give you an experience that if you are doing things fairly i'm going to use this 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 term loosely correctly air quotes correctly um if you're doing things correctly uh you have the chance to like really read the pool read like what's going on at the table and like figure out the deck that is being presented to you card by card and doing things that you might not generally be comfortable with normally in right. in constructed formats um where like maybe you're playing more counter spells maybe you're playing more like removal i remember uh playing a a weird it must have been like a i'm gonna again loose term pre-release at your place where you just yeah. had like a bunch of pre-release packs and i played against i think it was tyler and <laughs> it was honestly one of the funniest experiences i've ever had because he just played mono black removal and so it's just i put a thing down he plays removal i put a thing down he plays removal i put like three things down he wipes the board yeah. uh and it like it just if that happened to you in a commander game, you'd be going crazy. You'd be like, what is this person doing? But like in limited, you get to try those things. You get to like, it's just a different experience at the table that would, it has its time and place, you know? Um, yeah, the ben the benefit. So when we were, what we refer to as a con, because you only get to play with the cards for a short period of time. Here, it's the benefit because yeah. you're only using these cards for a short period of time. So it's not as though you're going to, you know, you're going to put together a commander deck on a single wild idea. So you're going to spend all that time and your resources to put together this deck that really is only going to work once. And some people will do that, but a lot of us are not willing to put in that kind of time for a deck that's only going to work once. So yeah. whereas in a draft... You know what? Yeah. I'm going to try this deck that has no creatures. I'm going to I'm going to, you know, base it off of sorceries and instants, do a few throw a few enchantments in there and see if I just can't just can't win it that way. Yeah. And you know what? If it doesn't work, well, okay, you know what? Three packs of cards and, you know, a couple hours of my night. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, you know, I'll try the next thing. Um, and it it just opens it up a little. Yeah. And what I love about that, too, is kind of leading into my next point of just, like, with that experience, uh, it's giving you more practice making those decisions. Making, you know, you're making decks whether, whether or not you like it. Uh, <laughs> you're making a deck. Yeah. Uh, and it is both forcing you out of decision fatigue but it's also giving you practice to not like have to like focus on like all right what am i cutting from this because you you've had that experience you understand how cards work better together and like as a person who does struggle a lot with like decision fatigue and like just indecision in general of like figuring out like all right i've got i've got 100 cards let's say and i'm trying to make a commander deck now you know I need to make 40 cuts to make it 60 so that I have 40 lands. That's that's hard, especially when yeah. you get closer to that number. 
It's harder right. to not just do, okay, I'll just do less lands, you know? Um, granted, with with limited, you do have kind of a decision to do like a 41 card deck type of thing. Uh, right. Not supremely advised, but given the opportunity, especially if you end up doing limited a lot, like you do have that experience making decisions. Um you know, making the hard cuts if you need to, figuring out what lends itself to better the deck in general rather than right. just be like, oh, I want to try this card. And, you know, yeah. sometimes you do have space for that, you know, kind of okay card that you do just want to try out. Right. Um, and, yeah, I think it, it just gives you good practice in general, obviously for deck building, but just decision time in general um right yeah um i have a few here that are like minor um well one of these is a con i don't know why i have it under pros uh (laughs) so we'll talk about it very quickly it's harder to do remotely uh if you're not oh my god yeah obviously you've got magic online or magic arena to like do this as well uh but generally speaking if we're talking about paper magic there's not really a way to do it remotely um yeah so unless, you're, 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 unless you're talking about limited being a sealed pool right. um but as soon as you talk about a draft i mean that yeah yeah you're you're stuck with you're stuck with magic online or arena to help you along with that that is Passing cards, trying to use uh, any sort of an online tool beyond those two is very difficult. Um, but yeah, you can do sealed, um, and you know I I've tried that a couple of times, um, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It I mean it just feels like constructed at that point. Yeah. Um, just your experience from the deck building perspective is different um and then you kind of get together with your friends and figure it out right um what i like to what i like about limited is the the variety um obviously there's a variety of formats but also like it lends itself better to uh you know it lends itself better obviously to two player formats two player games Uh, It lends itself to four-player games fairly well, too. I mean, uh, especially once uh, Conspiracy came out, like, the influx of commander-centered cards in draft formats shifted the idea that draft has to be a head-to-head thing. Yeah. Um, And I think that... uh, I, I think it's great that it's it because of that it's made it easier to do two player games, three player games, four player games, five player games. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, with Commander, it while it, it like you can still do that. Obviously, two player Commander is like a different format, but like while yeah. you can have two player Commander, you can have three player Commander, four player, five player. It does come with like a lot of baggage of just like yeah, your deck isn't built for that. Like your deck is generally. <laughs> built for a four-player experience uh, right. and to not have that is just harder uh but with draft it's f- pretty easy to, especially if you're doing it casually you know um 
I guess that's a thing that I didn't really mention up top was that I'm going to come from it with a with a casual eye. Um, obviously, people do this for money, <laughs> for prizes, for yeah. competition. Um, I have not <laughs> and I have no intention to currently. Um, so, uh, and cubes are generally fairly like a like a social format kind of like commander where uh it is about the the getting togetherness of it um and like while your decks can be like really high powered that's it's just it's like you know it's kind of like cedh where it's just kind of like there there are there are levels of it where it is just about getting together and like playing just like stupid magic stupid isn't good not stupid isn't dumb (laughs) um (laughs) Uh, and I think my last point will be uh, limited. I, I kind of touched on this before, but limited is a really good way to figure out how to build decks. Um, I had mentioned this during cons in terms of uh, it. it's hard to learn solely from experience because if you're not in a group that does this a lot you're not like the the ideas don't stick as well but if you are especially if you have a cube you can see much clearer of how certain cards synergize together you can see how to build certain synergies into a format or into your own deck by drafting um and like really using split decision to like figure out how two cards relate to each other without right. playing them because like I, I think that that's a lot of a lot that a lot of people can struggle with is just how to value a card solely by reading it yeah. um, and I think that the more you draft the the more you have experience doing that and uh, right. I think that's I think that's neat well and um, I think with uh, with limited formats, especially draft, the cards tend to fall more neatly into the slot. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a creature. I need it for combat purposes, whether that's blocking or attacking. This is a spell. It is going to get rid of those creatures. This is a card. This card is going to let me draw into other cards to find other answers. This is, and limited makes that very clear. It's like this, there are these slots. You must fill these slots. How you you know what the cards you choose to put in them or how you choose to make that work is up to you, but it's there and it has to be done. And um, and I appreciate that building a commander deck also has that style, but there's so much overlap. There's so much working with the theme, doing this, that, or the other. With limited, you're looking at a card pool of what you know, forty five cards. Yeah. So it's like, where does this card fit? it fit in any of these no then it throw it away how about this one it fits there okay so that one's there and it forces that so that you're not you know it's rare when you've reached a point where it's like okay i need to remove some of these cards like you run into in commander it's just the draft is just so much a so much of a cleaner format and then you you can take it from there and um it just I think it's a it's a great way to start a great way to improve your deck building skill is to sort of do some draft and then it just 
it brings it brings a lot of thing into things into clarity that I don't think you get with a 100 card deck. Um, yeah, at least not initially. As you play more and more commander, then yeah, these things do fall into place. But when you're first starting out, uh, limited is a great way to to really understand the basics of of what your deck build is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like that's that's these are all the reasons that I love limited formats, right? Um, right. I think especially too with uh, you know the advent of conspiracy but also with battle bond and commander legends like like you can see even wizards iterating on the idea of draft uh you can see that like they are interested in making an interesting experience um you know obviously you have like the unsets and the further you go along in the unsets the more cohesive they are as a draft experience yeah um but I, i do love them playing with the idea of of multiplayer draft formats where um, you've got certain mechanics maybe that really help out the, the, you know, the stalemateiness of, sure. of a four player game. Um, yeah. You know, you've got Monarch, you've got uh, initiative, mm-hmm. that type of thing where uh, it does just kind of help move the game along while still making it extremely interactive. Um and uh yeah um that's all that's all i got for today yeah Um, i mean to me the other benefit of limited slash sealed slash is just the variety mm. every once in a while it's nice to put the nice to put the commander decks aside and say let's try this instead and it just just brings a, a whole new slant to things. Uh, so you can, you know, it's it's that palate cleanser that I'm looking for. So yeah, uh, I think so it really, really helps too. That. I think it really helps too, especially if you're you're if you've got a, a regular play group that yeah, uh, you know, maybe you're starting to get on each other's nerves of like oh, you're always attacking me or like oh like right. this person always has such busted decks type of thing. Like you know, try to reset the. Re- reframe yourself take a right. take a deep breath and and try a draft or something yeah um, figure it out and and execute um yes but uh i the other reason i wanted to talk about draft was because uh what is it next week yeah next friday uh yeah. is the lord of the rings tales of middle earth uh set release yes um and this is, if you are unaware, I don't know how you'd be unaware, but I'm no judgment if you are. Uh, this is a, a, a draft. It, it's designed to be drafted, uh, and it goes straight to modern. Uh, so luckily, you know, not screwing up standard at all, uh, but uh, it is going to be bringing a lot of cards into commander. It's going to be bringing a lot of cards into modern. Yes. Uh, but overall, what I'm excited for about it is the draft experience i think that it's got a lot going for it in terms of just uh variety of cards um right it's got a large number of cards i don't know if they at this point it's funny because like as soon as oh okay they do they do have a number but uh as of recording we don't have a full list yet but 
as of air, it will be all out there. And the pre-pre-release by Loading Ready Run will be out there, so check that out as well. Um, there's 281 cards in the main set. Huh. Um, that, I believe, does not include the commander decks. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know yet. Um, but I, I wanted to bring up this topic because next week we're going to be talking about Lord of the Rings right. in a general idea. As we said earlier, neither of us are like huge Lord of the Rings nerds, nerds. Uh, but I like I have an affinity for the 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 franchise, I guess. Yeah. Um, where like it is, you know, the inspiration for a lot of that type of fantasy, and I think that it will be, unfortunately, the peak of universes beyond. Uh, but I think that it's going to bring a lot to. I think it's going to bring a lot to the game. Um, so next week we're going to talk about that, both as. Yes. Uh, it, we're just going to talk about it. <laughs> we're going to talk yeah, about. Well, it. We're going to each Lord bring the, a few the cards. Lord of the, to the Ring table. set. I mean, you know, if you were worried that you know, don't don't worry, <laughs> it shall not pass. Without us talking about it. Yeah, and it's the summer, so we figured we'd just kind of kick back, talk about some cards that we think yeah. are neat, or we think are broken, or you, you'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll each bring some cards to the table. We'll each talk about, oh man, if we were going to build a deck, a this chat. is what we'd do. All of that said, uh, I'm excited for this set. I'm excited to draft it eventually. I still haven't drafted Infinity. I don't think you have either. Nope. We had Brucon and everything. Yeah, there were other stuff that needed to be drafted. There needed was Battle Bond and, and, and Commander Legends Baldur's Gate. They needed to be drafted. They did. That was, a, that was a lot of fun. I have no regrets. No regrets. If you have a special draft that you are cool, more people should know about this. Let us know. If you have a favorite draft set, let us know. Uh, if you've never drafted in your life and you are interested in the world of limited, let us know. Uh, comment down below, email us, tweet at us, whatever you want to do. Um, and, and we'll put you in touch with some, some good people. Uh... <laughs> But that's all we got time for today. At Temple of False Pod, we're decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. Yeah! Uh, may your fifth ledge be the temple. Bye! Wait, wait. Before you go, I uh, just wanted to say thank you for listening. You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at manaburned and I'm at andyweekend, though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out. It gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Uh, like a video there. Leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back 
some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out, and may your fifth land be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye!